Gather round me, hearties. Lean in, listen close. To a tale of terror, bravery, and a fearsome ghost. It happened nary long ago on Tortuga's shore. When I faced a beast tall, stout, and scaled, with breath ye would abhor. <laughs> In prison cell I stood alone, waiting to face Coach Scales, the alligator known. The crowd roared as we took our place. I looked into his eyes, fear on my face. With sword in hand and pistol nigh, I whispered secret wish. To death with the scoundrel, the gator and lot, most of all the shadow commish. <laughs> <laughs> but before the fight, a strange thing occurred. My crew burst in, the prison walls blurred. They rescued me from my certain fate, and we sailed off freedom, my new shipmate. Pillage and plunder, pilfer and spoil, steal and earn a haul. Twas back to leading my pirate crew. Treacherous pirate king reinstalled. <laughs> <laughs> but when we returned to Tortuga shore, the island was blanketed in a fog so thick. An eerie quiet, no friendly found. Perchance it was a welcoming trick. We reached my regal residence when I saw a figure unknown. Till my eyes widened and with great shout I told my crew, Coach Scales sits on my pirate throne. <laughs> <laughs> With a grin, he announced the fight was back on, and I knew that my chances of survival were gone. The battle was fierce, and my crew fought brave. But Coach Scales was too powerful, too strong to be stayed. I thought I would visit Davy Jones' locker, a ghost in the making. But then something happened, a something worth note, a something truly, truly breathtaking. A ghostly figure appeared, dressed in pirate attire, and with a wave of his hand, he set Coach Scales on fire. <laughs> the alligator burned down, and I knew then and there that the pirate ghost had saved us, and he truly cared. The fog lifted, and the island was as it once had been, with drunken pirates, loose women, and happy, happy friends. But the ghost <laughs> remained, a watcher on the shore, what? ensuring we were safe now and forevermore. So heed my tale, me hearties, and take care, for the ghost of Tortuga's past is always there. Well, 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 that sure is an amazing little store, my dear friend. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Arr, who goes there? Oh, pardon me. I thought you was awake by now. Oh, no. See, you was mumbling in your sleep, and I could make out the gist of your dream there. <laughs> Real tall tale, I must say, but I'm afraid I must disagree with it on merit. <laughs> See now, I have recently eaten Mark Twain and Edgar Allan Poe, so I feel I have something to say on the matter. For instance, your meter was all over the place, and your assonance was sloppy. <laughs> Though I did take a liking to that villain of yours. <laughs> you know, our big rumble is in just a few minutes, and for your sake, Mr. Beard, I hope your sword is mightier than your pen. <laughs> and, I can, and I can assure you, Fred, don't be looking to them walls because that shadow commissioner has made sure no one will be breaking you out today. It's done time to fight for glory. And can I give you a little pirating advice? Dead men fear my tail. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh man. Oh, that was glorious. 
Wow. <laughs> that Man. was great. Well, Avast G mateys, welcome to the Broctagon. Uh, it's me, Aaron, Sean, and Cameron, Yay. here to finish the battle that we started last week. That's right. We're in the middle of March Madness, uh, continuing the question from last week. Uh, Sean, can you give us a recap on where we stand? Please, yes. As of right now, we finished up the Broctagon March Madness. It was a one through eight bracket. If you didn't listen to last week, go back and listen. It's eight of Brock's best foes from the show. We have now reached the final matchup from the East Division. It is the number one seed, Coach Scales, the 18-foot alligator, who's also a Southern gentleman and lives in the swamps of Louisiana, <laughs> versus a historically accurate Blackbeard pulling off consecutive upsets to arrive at the big game as the sixth seed. Okay, let's do it. So on the docket for today, where we left off last week, we, ha- we have our uh, March Madness Bracket Championship round, and the winner of today's fight gets to fight Brock, what is it, Brock Lesnar? Yeah, it's, what is the, it? the winner fights Brock on Indiana State's basketball court. So, so we have a doubleheader today. Oh, man. Neither of you feel strongly about a candidate here? No, I don't. Uh, I, I, uh, I, keep go- I keep going back and forth. I've had a week to think about it. I think I know who I'm going to pick, but I'm still not solid. I feel the same way. Can I tell you where I'm leaning right now? Please. Sure. I'm leaning on Blackbeard. I'm also leaning Blackbeard. Guys, mm-hmm. I'm leaning Blackbeard. Oh, oh my god. My god. Bla- this is nuts. This is nuts because I don't <laughs> we even think talked. of him. We no, haven't we, talked no, no, no. about this. We have not discussed this at all, but I have been thinking about it all week, and I was so sure Coach Scales was going to kill him. But as time went on, I just kind of kept thinking about it more, and it's a matchup thing. I think out of all of Brock's enemies, he might be the only one adequately equipped to give Coach Scales a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and when you consider the seeding, he was completely right to be a six seed. Like, he is not one of Brock's strongest enemies. He's just one dude. Yeah, he's just yeah. one guy. But he has at least two pistols, a blunderbuss, and a sword. And human intelligence. Like, he's and not trickery. a wild animal. Yeah. And they're, they're fighting on Coach Scales' home turf, which is a, a swampy, swampy football, field. football field. Louisiana. Yeah. Mm. I don't, we're... Now, I'm talking myself out of this because now it just sounds like we're underestimating Coach Scales, which is probably exactly what he wants. Keep in (laughs) mind, this is a guy that had a laser pointed at the earth and was threatening to blow up the entire bayou. (laughs) The entire bayou. He's so corrupt and well-connected, he parades around the cocaine he smuggles on a big white ferry boat. (laughs) He has a preschool named after him. (laughs) <laughs> i really like the idea of a blackbeard named preschool though <laughs> the blackbeard academy for young minds and hooligans or, and ne'er-do-wells <laughs> coach skills is trash talking well now there captain surely you know about my contributions to less fortunate youth and blackbeard's like i i made some of those myself and it's just like a bunch of children like rowing his ship <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> the kids have snack time, and it's just like rum. And if anyone can kill a seagull, they can eat it. <laughs> it's it's rum and those like hard tack biscuits. <laughs> I think I like what? it even more if it's like rum and animal crackers, like a reasonable snack. For <laughs> and we go from that straight into nap time. It works perfectly. <laughs> it's kids take four hour naps. <laughs> Hey, we're going to send you to Davy Jones' locker. Davy Jones, 
Your locker is uh, two seven eight. Yeah. <laughs> they try to have music class, and it's just like this fat guy on the ship with an accordion. And every time he tries to sing a song, he realizes it's too vulgar and has to go to a different <laughs> song. This one's called Wendy the Winch. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> this one's called. Uh, oh, well, if I take out all those words, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say any of the ones that I'm thinking of. My sister listens to this podcast. Oh, she actually <laughs> messaged him with a question on Instagram. Yeah, oh, she, she told me she did. Yeah. What was she her question? I mean, do you want to answer it right now? Yeah, yeah, let's knock oh. it out. Her question was, uh, it, it boiled down to Brock Lesnar versus Grogu, which is Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah. From, from Mandalorian. From the Mandalorian. I like her thinking, but if he has the Force, it's Grogu 10 out of 10. Because he beats up, like, space worms and stuff. Oh, no. Grogu is not, like, he's not a Jedi yet. He's a, he's a Padawan. He's a youngling. Yeah, he's slow on the uptake. So I think in the right circumstance, Brock Lesnar runs up, gives him the old uh, football kick, and uh, there we go. No more Grogu. <laughs> Episode F5. Okay. Like, what is the level of Star Wars bad guy, though, that Brock could... Like, like wh- where's his perfect matchup? He's not oh. beating Vader. He's not beating Darth Maul. No. Like, I feel like there's easy guys and there's really hard guys. Like he's he squashes Jar Jar and C three PO and stuff. Yeah. What, about, but... what about what about Han Solo? Oh, Han Solo has gotten his butt beat plenty of times. It, hand to hand, I'm taking Brock ten out of ten. Well, nine out of ten. Han, I feel like would fight dirty somehow. Yeah, I mean, I no guess blasters. No I'm blasters. Right. What about what about in the Millennium Falcon? Oh, okay, so he has like the home court and he like he knows the way around. Yeah. But... And let's also establish that Chewie's not around for some reason. He's out getting grown. Oh, that's such a fun matchup. Because if Chewie's I not there, think of him. if Chewie's there. And Chewie's getting his okay. arms ripped off by Brock Lesnar. Okay. No. <laughs> that's what's happening. Brock Lesnar versus Chewbacca, but Chewbacca just took a bunch of NyQuil. So he's really sleepy. <laughs> how much, how many bottles of NyQuil? Five. Oh, perfect. I'm just thinking, like, if Brock can get his hands on some space technology, he might be able to beat him. But, like, straight up hand-to-hand, I think a Wookiee's probably still too strong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, definitely. Even with a bunch of NyQuil, insanely more dangerous than a normal person. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Chewbacca would see him and just be like, and then just, like, hug him and embrace him, like, family! All this time. Chewbacca would be like, and Brock would immediately go, <laughs> like back to him. <laughs> Just like instinctually. The subtitles are like, like the first one's like my family. And the subtitle for Brox is just like unintelligible noises. <laughs> <laughs> Brock is just like cousin Jerry with alopecia to them. He's like one of the family. <laughs> uh. I just want Brock Lesnar to walk around the Ewok village just kicking him off their rope bridges. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that's the one. Throwing him against how many, trees. How many Ewoks does it take to stop Brock? All of them. <laughs> yeah, I think an entire village. I think it, I think the whole village could do it. The entire village, yes, but if one guy calls out sick, it's not happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> consider this, consider this. Brock versus General Grievous. We just take away his lightsabers and replace them with boxing gloves. So General Grievous is just a guy with boxing gloves. 
Oh, man. Can I posit a, uh, a hypothetical to you? Yes. All right. I know the question is Coach Scales versus Blackbeard, and whoever wins gets to face Brock on Indiana State University's basketball court. But what if Blackbeard and Coach Scales, they start to fight each other, and they're like, wait a minute. We both hate the same guy, right? Oh, no. What if Blackbeard and Coach Scales team up against Brock Lesnar on the Indiana State court? What do you think? Here's the thing. I think that ends with both of them dead because, <laughs> listen to me, they're both the most dastardly, untrustworthy two people in the whole bracket. Like, I think the Tom Brady's and Dolph Isaac Finley or, like, William Walrus and Miss Scarlet could come to an agreement. I think those two would stab each other in the back so fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just like are laying there bleeding out and then like finally shake hands and die. They're, yeah, they're both laying there stabbed in the back and Brock just pins them to the ground for a three count. <laughs> <laughs> he just scoops up like Blackbeard's laying there like, I, I wish I could look out upon the sea one last time before my soul is engulfed by the great foe of, I put me down, and Brock like F5s him as he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think we just need to make our choices. It's tough, but we gotta, we gotta land this. I'm gonna go with Blackbeard. Make, make your case. He has two pistols, a blunderbuss, and a sword. Yes, I know Coach Scales is like 18 foot, but he's standing upright. He's not going to sully himself crawling around like like his cousins. <laughs> and so he's just at that point he's yeah, just a soft underbelly exposed, yeah. Yes, he's a big target essentially. Aaron? Aaron? Okay. I've been leading Blackbeard, but I I think my final pick is going to be Coach Scales. Mm-mm. I feel like 3 bullets is not enough to stop an 18-foot alligator as soon as you try to use the sword for the underbelly. You're face to face with an 18 foot alligator. And I just, I don't see a situation where like you can get a good stab in without him also biting you in half. Fair enough. John. I just don't think three bullets does it. Guys, I am so stumped here. I coach scale like this. (laughs) This was coach scales bracket to win, but it it just feels like Blackbeard has his number. Mm. Like coach scales whole thing is dirty tricks and intimidation. But who does that better than Blackbeard? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Like, while this fight is happening, Blackbeard has probably organized a raid to take all the money off of Coach Scales' cocaine ferry. Like, even if he wins, he's going to get back and all his product is going to be gone. Black Blackbeard is like, hey, I'm going to take all that medicine off that ferry. <laughs> I know Blackbeard's guys saw his cocaine ferry and were like, "Hi, boys, an ambulance, anchor away. <laughs> we got to get on board. <laughs> Ever since we took that ambulance ferry, it seems like we've been sailing a lot faster. <laughs> <laughs> they just steal the ferry. There's like a Mississippi riverboat like going across the Atlantic. <laughs> with a pirate flag. Coach Scales' house band is still there, so like marching into battle with like <laughs> Louisiana <laughs> and a big band. <laughs> with the city's <laughs> Lewis Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did we did we land? 
No, I haven't made a pick. <laughs> yeah, I haven't made a pick. You made a pick. No, 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 no. I haven't made a pick. Oh. I'm very torn. I'm very torn. It's like the two most dangerous and cunning men there are in this bracket. <laughs> okay, no, I made a pick. Are you trusting your gut? I'm trusting my gut. I'm trusting my gut. You got to go with what you know. The ultimate upset is complete. Blackbeard wins, oh the, yeah. <laughs> wins the Brock Lesnar bracket. <laughs> Against all odds, the sixth seed makes the run. You Who love would have to see the it. guy with three guns would win a bracket. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like on the podium afterward, like in like a champ's hat, like polishing a blunderbuss. Everybody counted us out. Nobody believed. I want to thank me crew. <laughs> they aren't here right now. They're at home watching. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> like, like waiting for messages in a bottle for, with updates to come into shore. <laughs> so along. He, he goes, they're at home watching, and it just cuts to like a bunch of like dejected pirates on a desert island. Just yeah, like it's, just a, it's a steady stream of bottles, like, okay, he's up in the second round. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> like a riptide comes in and they get one early. I spoiler, spoilers. <laughs> Okay, so I I think we're here. This is the championship round, right? Yep. Yeah. So we have Brock Lesnar versus Blackbeard on a college basketball court. Yep. Now, I want to be very clear about something because we have not made it clear yet. Is this a fight to the death or is this a game of basketball? (laughs) (laughs) I I think we should do both. I think we should do both. It's just so much better if... Blackbeard's like, I finally, I can get to be revenge. And then he finds out it's only basketball. Like, he doesn't get to fight Brock Lesnar. <laughs> also, he's like, what be basketball? Right. <laughs> he fought to the death against all these other people to play a game he's never heard of. He just does a perfect Euro step. Aye, that's because of me peg leg. <laughs> Shoots a basket. Doubloons! <laughs> Uh, so they tell him like all you have to do is shoot the ball in the basket he's like bang 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 (laughs) (laughs) let's keep in mind for a minute blackbeard was like 6'2 225 right really yeah that was that was like the crux of the argument last time we thought he was going to be like this weaselly little guy with a gun so it's there's not like a huge advantage but he's he's not like a shrimp is what i'm saying yeah blackbeard height Oh, son of a gun. He averaged eight rebounds a game in three seasons at Colorado (laughs) State. (laughs) Fierce and ferocious looking, he stood 6'4". Oh, shoot. According to the Smithsonian, 6'4", had wild eyes and an explosive temper. So this is like a Rasheed (laughs) Wallace kind of guy. Like, Blackbeard's getting some techs. (laughs) I really like it if if it's a basketball game between the two. (laughs) Do we just want to make it a basketball game? I I think it should be. Can we just, can we make it one-on-one? Sure. Yeah. I, I just feel like that's better. Like if they just have to play to 21 against each other. <laughs> what if, I feel like one-on-one, it's going to be, it's going to be Brock, especially if Blackbeard doesn't know the game. How about this? It's a game to 21, but Brock Lesnar has to observe the rules of basketball because he knows better, but Blackbeard doesn't at all. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so good. Oh, gosh. He just, ha- he just knows he has to get the ball in the basket, and then the rest doesn't matter. And he won't get called on the ref. So he can't, can he, like, shoot Brock? No weapons, but he, 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 can, he can punch. 
He can okay. steal. Okay. Oh. Oh. I like to think in one of them he'd get called for a foul because he like snuck a dagger in and like still just stab Brock <laughs> in the arms. <laughs> oh man. Given those oh given those circumstances. Can I tell you mine? Given those circumstances, I still take Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Can we find a happy medium? So I like the no having to follow the rules at all. That's hysterical. Can Dennis Rodman train Blackbeard for one week? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, can Blackbeard train Dennis Rodman for one week? <laughs> Dennis Rodman is like, I got this coat from him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they already have the exact same wardrobe. <laughs> they go to Dennis Rodman's house to pick up Blackbeard for the game, and there's just a note in the table that's like, "Off to sea, a vast." <laughs> <laughs> Sailing to Vegas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that part in the last dance when uh, Dennis Rodman has to leave the team for a few days, and Phil Jackson's like, I tried to be understanding. You know, he had to find himself and plunder the tea taxes from the corrupt Royal <laughs> British Navy in the West Indies. I'm serious, though. Give him a week of Dennis Rodman training, and then he doesn't have to obey the rules. I would still give it to Brock, though. I think How that many one's times out of ten. That one's Brock six out of ten. Oh, so you think he beats him a few times? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not oh, sure that the Dennis God. Rodman training it helps him on the boards, but it doesn't help him on the shooting or anything. Well, <laughs> Blackbeard has never touched a basketball in his life. And if anyone could teach you how to play basketball without having to follow any rules, I feel like Dennis Rodman <laughs> would be the right guy for the job. Dennis Rodman's like, well, first, usually. I drink a bunch of rum and then find the loose women of town. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I know this one. Maybe I have played basketball. I am good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> That's very stupid. I love this. Yeah, and then I usually swear fealty to the British crown. <laughs> <laughs> now hold on there. Whoa. I knew it was too good to be true. Who said she? <laughs> Dennis Rodman's just like sword fighting his neighbor. <laughs> He's like, oh, is this to help with Blackbeard? To help with who? Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot he was here. <laughs> Keep your legs spaced apart. <laughs> like he said. <laughs> they train each other. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this. Given a year of trading, who does better in the other? Oh come on! Who do- who does better in the other one's life? Blackbeard in the NBA when he doesn't have to follow any of the rules, or Dennis Rodman? Dennis sailing Rodman as a Dennis pirate. Rodman, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Why was he not a pirate? I think Blackbeard still averages eighteen rebounds a game. Dennis Rodman's just a really good pirate. I still think Dennis Rodman's a more successful pirate. Same, same. Also, I just put a lock in my answer. I Brock wins the basketball matchup, Dennis Rodman training or not. Brock is undefeated in the March Madness bracket. I, I agree. With no training at all, I say Brock takes 10 out of 10. If Blackbeard gets to train with Dennis Rodman for one week, Brock wins 3 out of 10. Really? <laughs> you're, in, yes. you're insane. No, I'm not insane. <laughs> I'm not insane. Listen to me. He doesn't have to follow any of the rules. Brock is beholden to all of the rules. And he's learning from an NBA player. 
And this is a guy that's big, strong, and crazy to begin with. <laughs> Game's on the line. Five seconds left. He snaps the referee's neck. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. <laughs> he, he just gives a signal and all of his crew just starts attacking the referees. <laughs> do we wanna do we wanna answer the actual tournament question or do we just wanna leave that completely unanswered and just do the basketball question? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's do the actual tournament question real quick. Fight to the death on the court. Or can we say in the stadium? Like they start wherever they want to in the stadium and then they Yeah, I feel like if it's other. on the court, like it's it's very much in Blackbeard's favor. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has the guns, right? Guns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but in the stadium, Brock eight out of ten. In the stadium, Brock ten out of ten. <laughs> oh no way. <laughs> Absolutely. If it if it's if it's on the court, then Brock two out of ten. Yeah. But if yeah. Brock if they start in opposite ends and they can hide you know, Brock can use the element of surprise. He wins every single time. That's true. <laughs> you know, as I think about it, a modern basketball stadium would be so bewildering to Blackbeard. He, would not <laughs> he just finds a concession stand and dies. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just lives out the rest of his life there. Brock, Brock just finds him asleep with like stinking of rum with nacho cheese all over his coat. <laughs> who do you think would have done best against Brock Lesnar in a stadium? Out of the bracket. Like, who would have been the best matchup for Brock? Who, like, would have the best Ooh. chance to beat him? Yeah. We have Coach Scales, <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe and Ravens, Tom Brady, Dolph Isaac Finley, a gorilla. Okay, I think I just found the answer. <laughs> <laughs> a gorilla? A gorilla, yeah. yeah. Like, maybe Brock finds a way to, like, drop the Jumbotron onto the gorilla somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking with 40 Puritans, like, I don't know, they could all, like, canvas easier that's the that's i was thinking the same oh, thing and i think that's a problem that's such a mistake you got to stay together is Brock's as a horde. dream yeah if they split up game oh. over every time brock kills one the buzzer goes off and like two points <laughs> appears on the scoreboard <laughs> <laughs> like ever-growing pile of dead puritans at center court <laughs> brock's just chasing him down with a t-shirt cannon just boom 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 <laughs> boom boom, 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 boom. <laughs> This is not witchcraft. That's just a gun. <laughs> oh, dude. If you took a t-shirt gun back to those days, they would have burned you in five minutes. You, you, would, you would not get through all your shirts. They would have set you on, on fire so fast. Wearing the t-shirts. They're like, he's a witch. <laughs> reverend, Reverend, what is a Duke Blue Devil? Oh, it... It is the most dangerous kind, my child. <laughs> that's another great episode of The Broctagon. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Sean, that's Kane, that's Aaron, and you're not going to want to miss next week. We've got Olympic archer, Kuban Chan, coming on the show. He's here promoting his new book, Precision Makes Perfect, My Secret Training Routine, and Why There Are No More Squirrels in My Neighborhood. We'll see you next time. <laughs>